0: Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it, as we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good morning. This is Paul Kenny uh, from Consignment
1: Heroes and from Storage Wars Canada, Storage Wars Northern Treasures. The Vision shows with on uh, Vision TV and uh, this show here, which you can also, if you happen to have to leave halfway through the show, you can actually get the podcast on Zoomer. You just go to the Zoomer um, website and our podcasts are on there. Now, with live from the laundry room, as Bogart would say, Bogart's not here today. He's on assignment and uh, it's just me giving you all the information. Well, we have a jam-packed show today. Jam-packed. Yesterday morning, I was leaving the house. My, ass, my wife asked me why I wasn't uh, shaved, and I says, I'm going on a secret shopper. And uh, But if you've got more about that later, and we'll have the gold and silver prices, too. Now, the phone-in number is 416-360-0740 or 866-740-4740. Now, if you've got questions about gold coins, silver coins, gold domes, gold jewelry, sports memorabilia, um, old doctor's utensils, old glass bottles, beer writing, Barbie dolls, perfume bottles. We're going to do a little segment on perfume bottles today, too. Barbie dolls, GI Joe, uh, old prints, military uniforms and medals. We don't. We never melt the medals. And uh, we have a, a uniform right now we picked up this week. Cups and saucers. Costume jewelry is a biggie. You gotta listen to me today, but to the Secret Shopper. Wait till you hear what I got on that story there. That's going to be an eye opener. Art, old dolls, garden gnomes. Yeah, you know, obviously everyone's got garden gnomes they gotta get rid of. But if you've got any questions about what your stuff is worth, how to get rid of it, what you—I mean—you—you've decided to downsize. Where do you go from here? It's a daunting task. You got. 40 years or 50 or 60 or 70 years worth of stuff there. You might have multi-generational. Your grandmother gave you stuff. Your mother's given you stuff. Now you've got stuff, and your kids don't want it. We'll help you get rid of it or tell you what it's worth. So I said the number is 416-360-0740 and call us in. Like I say, we're going to be going with the gold and silver prices. And we have a special guest next week. You know how all the time I say, look around the room. Before you're going to give, pass something down, write the story. Even if, or if you want to be a writer, write one line a day. My mom used to say, you want to write a book, you do one line a day. If at least you do that at the end of the day. At the end of the year, you've got 365 lines. Some days you might get energetic and, buy and write more than one. But if you do at least one, whatever it is that day, a happy thought, Something you want to remember later. Or one page or more. My wife, she's editorializing. She's, I didn't think she was actually listening to me. Okay. So on this here, uh, we're going to have Dave Cook next week. He's written four books about Western Toronto areas. Uh, Mississauga. He's, uh, he was a councilman for Mississauga. Um, he's not retired. And um, he's uh, the local history. Which is something, if he didn't get it down, maybe it gets lost forever. And maybe that one line where you talk about Uncle Albert doing something is something that nobody knows about. They won't know about until so someone reads it later on. This is important. I'm talking about the history. Because a lot of what we're selling is that. And we're trying to tell you to sell this stuff. Now, like I said, fishing rods, lures, fishing magazines, sewing machines, all this stuff. You want to know what it's worth. How to get rid of it. What do you think? what someone told you it's worth okay so before we go on i'm going to go on with rick rick here is rick tobacco is from uh, royal the page i said that right yeah and he's I going to give go us a call point. he's going to talk about what's happening on real estate right now because what we do we clear out the house and then rick sells the house and then you're stuck with a lot of money rick how's it going right
2: it's going great how are things going with you sounding great as usual and I oh, have we to say, I really enjoyed that, 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 <laughs> I enjoyed that segment you did last week where you, where you took a bit of time and explained to everybody what you do and what we do. And uh, there's a lot of people that get it, and then there's a lot of people that still maybe aren't getting it. What we do is that we come in, and like you said, you help them with their stuff. And if they need to sell their home, I help them with that in conjunction mm-hmm. with what you do. And not only do we help them assess the value of their property and, you know, we can offer advice on what to do to increase the value, which, you know, is the other three rules. In total, there's nine rules of real estate. We'll get to them. But, you know, the first three is location, location, location when you're buying. But when you're selling, the best way to get the most money for your house is to declutter, declutter, declutter. But when it comes to us selling your house and getting you – a lot of money for it. The other three rules are exposure, 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 which is something we offer people, and they really need to stop and think about what I'm saying here. Because before they give their listing to a, a local agent or a friend or a friend's uncle or an uncle's friend, ask them. You know, sometimes that loyalty ends up costing you twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000, whereas here, you know, if you feel that bad not giving your friend the listing, give him the $20,000 you're going to make extra. But at the same time, get that second opinion. I'm here for a first opinion, but I'm here for that second opinion. And, and we can pretty much assure anyone listening that we'll get them more money. Why? Because we offer them the exposure that few people, few agents, and few
1: networks can. Well, the other thing as well the stuff that are de- decluttering, we, will, we know how to get them the most money. Yeah. And they want to donate, I'll, I'll make them money that they can donate the money to the charity. Because charity, I've never known a charity to uh, turn down cash if you're going to give no. it cash, okay? That's right. But That's right Right now, I mean, the market, we keep on hearing prices moving up, some condos moving down. So if you want to go from your McMansion to a condo, you might be able to sell the McMansion at the nice price and buy a condo at a little bit of reduced price if you're looking That's to right. downsize, right? Mm-hmm. That's that, what that not the market is? Did I read that wrong? What,
2: uh, pardon me? Did I read that wrong? Some no, condo no, you're, ready, you're, you're, you're rarely wrong about anything, Paul, I have to tell you. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, well, you know, no, it's true. Uh, the market is picking up, and it picked up pretty quick. Uh, we're back to multiple bid situations. We're back to uh, prices starting to creep up again. And, yes, the condo market has... You know, usually a lot of it's because uh, there were a lot that were purchased at one time, and, and, you know, people aren't doing the Airbnbs anymore as much. And, of course, there's condo rules. uh, And a lot of people bought them on that premise, and, you know, there's issues regarding that. So there's going to be a lot of product on the market. But, you know, in time, that'll change too. But for the moment, it's a great time.
1: Well, they won't, people won't know know you
2: have the house for sale.
1: Sorry, go ahead.
2: Yeah, or, or, you know, move to an out-of-town property or, like you said, a condo, a townhouse, something smaller. You know, we're here to help on on both sides, you know, buying and selling.
1: Rick, give your number. Okay. Put your number there Uh, in case someone has to hold you.
2: Well, I can reach any time, including right now. I'm in my car driving to an appointment. It's uh, Rick Debacco, uh, 416-258-3972. I'm here to help, and I look forward to any call I get.
1: Thanks, Rick. I, I know have a great day. Do your work. Go sell a house. Bye.
2: Will do. Thanks. Bye. Okay.
1: Yeah, that's Rick in uh, Royal LePage, and like he said, he's a professional. He's doing a long time. He sells a lot of houses, and we list some houses. But we, if you don't get it listed, no one's going to know you have it for sale. And then you've got to get, like you say, you want multiple people looking at it. You don't want just someone driving by and seeing the sign. They got to know it's there, you know. And like I say, what we do is stuff in your house surprisingly valuable in some cases. Sometimes there's two ways of looking at it. If you've got a million dollar house, I don't know what it is, but in Toronto, you might have, you don't want to have $2,000 worth of stuff which is valuable standing in the way of selling your million dollar house. On the other hand, if you've got a house worth a million, you've got $100,000 worth of furniture and collectibles and stuff in the house. You don't want to get $2,000 for your $100,000 worth of stuff. That just doesn't make any sense. And a lot of some of these downsides, things have changed. We can't have the open houses like we had before. We have the auction consign and sell items. still going for us. Now, I'm going to go with that. I'm Secret Shopper's coming up in a few minutes. So I'm going to go to Mary in Etobicoke. Oh. Mary, how are you doing? I'm fine, thanks. How are you? Good. Isn't Etobicoke a lovely place to live? Yes, it is.
3: Um, unfortunately, I'm moving out of it.
1: <laughs> okay, okay. How can we help you? What do you need?
3: I need... Uh, I live in, in Tobago, like I said, but we live in an apartment,
1: mm-hmm.
3: and um, we move into Wasaga Beach, so oh, okay. I need to smaller... Uh, I I got lots of stuff that I am want to get rid of, like Chesterfields. Kids' toys that my children go out of it and they don't want them because they all got their own stuff. So uh, I got okay. cups, saucers, all kinds
1: of things. Hey, a couple things. Your kids' and toys will probably worth more than your painting too. Yeah, all oh, paintings are good. Uh, now at the end of what I'm talking to you right now, I want you to stay on the line. And uh, Brandon, our producer, is going to take your number because I'm going to call you later. But I'm going to talk about your stuff right now. Your okay. kids' toys. Will probably would be worth more than your couch, okay? Um, even the couches right now, a lot of people don't want to cloth couches. They just won't take them because they don't know where they've been. A couch you know what?
3: My couches are kind of very clean because they're uh, they're twins, two three pieces, the same size. Yeah. You know, two left like love chairs, and they're oak wooden, and they've been kept very clean. <laughs> okay. And I had read
1: on them. I know, but you know, I hear all the stories and I'm just telling you what I see happen time and time again. We, uh, um, if if it was just the couch or just the bedroom suite, um, it's more, cost me more money to send two guys in a truck to empty it out. We'll still do it. Mm -hmm. But your collectibles, the toys, the comics, the kids, video games, we talked about a couple weeks ago, video games sold for $114,000. Not saying yours are worth that, but even if it's worth $1,000, that is more money than I'm going to get for your couch, okay? Uh, this, yeah, is where, this is the difference of us. What we do, we know the different markets. Where other downsizers come in and they say, oh, donate that to the uh, all those toys out. In most yeah. cases, your toys are worth money because we have a weekly auction that we sell the stuff off. And sometimes we're always surprised at what the toys get because... What they're doing is the people, the kids from before are trying to recapture their childhood. They want that He-Man uh, Master of the Universe toy that they wanted as a kid, and their kid and your parents couldn't afford. And they're willing to spend three hundred dollars to get it now. Yes, you know but I mean? no, my That's
3: toys. Go can ahead. Can I say something? My to- sure. the the toys we have, they're not in the boxes and that because they kind cannot- of did play with them, but I'm talking the toys the toys that they played for a little bit when they were five and six years old. Yeah. And I kind of saved them in the proper boxes, but not their natural boxes.
1: Well, I'm, no, I'm just does saying. Does that what, make a difference? Yeah. The box is worth sometimes more than the, the toy, but that's hang on the producer. producer will take your number. I'll call you during the week, especially if you're in Etobicoke. It's not going to be that far a trip for me. Okay. And uh, But you're, you're right um, But keep them in the bed If you have, don't throw out the box If you have a box, don't throw it out okay? I don't have
3: none of them really in the No, box. no, but, but I'm saying like like that's I put about. them away 30 years ago And I still have them In different things, right? That yeah, they no, hopefully
1: they're in really, great shape
3: You know, like the wrestlers The old wrestlers, you the know And the friends. old Barbies And the Barbie uh, Barbie okay. and the Ken, you know? Okay, the
1: Barbies from the 90s are not that good, but your wrestlers from the 90s can be worth between three to $300 each. Okay? So now that... You they're is, not in the box? Even if they're not in the box. Okay? Yeah. There's some yeah. rare ones out there. So if you yeah. get a $300 wrestler, I guarantee you it's going to be worth more than your couch again. Uh, so okay. So surprises people. Cups and saucers. I can't overemphasize this. The ones that have Ainsley or Paragon... And the more, and you just look inside the bowl where the tea would be. And if you see uh, flowers and blues and greens and not a lot of white, it's probably worth a lot of money. If you see a lot of white, they're not worth as much. What we want is one great big cabbage rose in there, a lot of gold, a lot of... Yeah, like, you know, I got a
3: nice cup and saucer. It's all black outside and even the saucer. And they've got all, and it's gold trimming.
1: As a flower
3: inside it, pardon me. If there's a flower inside that can be worth a. No, to $25. there is no flower in it. It's plain. Uh, bye bye for twenty five. I was talking about twenty five hundred. White inside and gold around <laughs> the edges and 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 around the the handle.
1: I want you remember about the names: Ainsley and Paragon. Gold because Hang I Hang on for Newfoundland. We're going to a break now. Hang on, the producer will take your number and I'll give you a call during the week. Okay, you've got that's it, good. Thank you. People, After the break, we're going to our Secret Santa, a secret shopper story. If you've got other items, call in at 416-360-0740 or 866-740-4740. More calls and lots of information after the break.
4: Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. watching sam at work you're reminded of mom's home cooking make it from scratch never from a box mom would always say that having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that because when you love what you do as much as sam does and you're as good at it as sam is would you serve your family prefab new generation kitchens and bathrooms of guelph made with love from scratch call 519-836-8300 and meet sam at his family-run factory
1: welcome back here we are and last week i forgot i learned of the passing of eddie shack which i met on a couple of occasions my condolences to his family and his friends and he was a one when, every time i met him lots of fun here here jack <laughs> crack here comes shack he was always a lot of fun and a great attitude on lots of laughs and um we will miss him we'll miss him but what we're going to go on to today, we're going to be talking about um, Secret Shopper, which, and this is a story, and it has to do with gold and silver. Um, yesterday morning, I'm leaving the house. So my wife says, I didn't shave. And I says, okay, yeah, because I says, I'm i going to be a secret shopper today. And I combed my hair, though, and I got to wear a mask, so no one knows who I was. And I went to uh, my competition. They have a couple places. And... <coughs> I'm going in, and um, it was really strange. I'm going in, and it says, I'm going to be recorded. And if I object to being recorded, um, I shouldn't come in. Well, I thought about that. I said, well, they're recording me, I can record them. So I go in. They've got no telephone. You can't call in and ask for a price in advance. So this thing here, as it turns out yesterday, I have my gold. I've already weighed it out. I know what I'm getting. I know what the prices are. The guy that comes up to me, I give him the gold, and he says, are right, you willing to sell? And I need your ID. And I said, well, you need my ID. You to buy this stuff? Yeah. No, we need your ID in advance. And he must have asked me for my ID like five times. I didn't give it to him. So as we're going through, he says, are you willing to sell? And he says, this looks like about $500 and $800 worth of gold. Are you willing to sell it for that? And there was some silver there as well. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want to find and see what, how he prices it up. And then, so they go into the back room, and I uh, still haven't given him my ID, and he comes back with it looks like an old muffin tin. He's got little piles of gold and different things, and he's got my silver in another bag. No, the silver wasn't out for the first time. And then he says, oh, it looks like you've got, yes, yeah, at the top end, it looks like you've got about $800 worth here. So I said, well, how did you come up with that? I said, what are you paying? Well, he says, uh, well, you know, the gold's around uh, 1998 uh, an ounce, And I just say, okay, that's the American price. Well, we're going to give you 80% of that, which is a lie, because they're not giving us 80% of the actual price of gold. So he comes up, and then uh, he says, to uh, well, here's the price, and goes through all his little mechanics on this, and uh, he says, oh, it's more. Because I said, 800 sounds a little low. Because he would have kicked me. He would have given me $800. Now, in this lot was a quarter-ounce Olympic coin and a bunch of gold. He separated between the 10, the 14, and the 18. I knew what was there. And then he comes along and he says, well, we can give you – I made a mistake. I made a mistake. And you know what I say about this. If you go into a place and they give you one price and then they offer you another price, don't walk out of that store. Run. Run! But I was being a secret shopper, and it's kind of funny because the guy points to it He says, "There's a star article on the on the wall there." He says, "We've been the secret shopper; we pay the most." And I said, "Well, this must be the dumbest secret shoppers in the world." Because they came in and said you paid the most on this, because wait till I tell you what this stuff is actually worth, okay? Because we went through the prices on it. So then he comes along; he goes 1998, and says. Um, that means it's so much a gram. It was like $27 for 10, out, for 10 grams on um, you know, 10 carats. And they said they give 80% of that. So I said, 80% of the number that's not really true. So then he goes through, oh, I made a mistake. I got to give you, I have the coin. I said, what's the coin worth? Now on the coin, it says on the back, now that's the secret chart, this is why, I tell everybody, I can't, you know when I tell people that when you go out and you're going to sell your gold, even if they're not selling it to me, know what the price of gold is that day and know what it approximately weighs. Cause I couldn't get the weight out of them until I asked as many times as he asked me for my ID, which was like five times. And then he says, Oh, well, here's how it works out. Then he works it all out and it comes out that, uh, he says, oh, okay, I made a mistake here. Um, it's actually $1,200, and your coin's worth $291. But so I'm going to round it up to 300 because I like you. Well, I can't remember the reason he said, but he said, so one quarter ounce, which is literally worth $660, he was willing to give me 291 and round it up to 300 So what he wants to do is underpay me by three sixty. It seemed to be a nice guy by giving me an extra $9. And he was slick. This, this salesman that they have buying this stuff, he was slick. He had all the answers on all this stuff. He kept on saying, what will it take to make the deal? What will it do? Do you know what it's worth? Now, if I'm going into one of these places, and especially say I'm a, one of you listeners out there who doesn't know as much about gold and silver as I do, you would say, well, he asked you, what do you want? So he's putting the onus on you. If you say a number that's less than the real price of gold, he's going to say, oh yeah, okay, I can give you that because I like you. So back to, if someone gives you a price, this guy gave me five to eight hundred, then eight hundred, then twelve hundred, then he finally settled in at fifteen hundred because he wanted to close the deal that day because he had a quota. Okay. And I'm also going to say that I also went to another one of their locations because I said, this can't be just this one guy. Maybe he was just trying to take care of me. So what it is that he was trying to give me $1,500. Now, I worked out all the prices in advance of what I would pay, and I'm going to give you those prices later on. Not not what gold is worth. I'm going to say what I pay. I'm going to tell you what it's worth as well. Um, He was $1,500 after all this, and it came out to I would pay $2,524 for exactly the same stuff. Like he, I had nine silver dollars and then, and, uh, the silver, he was willing to give me a hundred dollars for a hundred and seventy dollars worth of silver. A hundred dollars, so he's a little bit more than half, for a hundred and seventy dollars. They were 50 cent pieces and dollars. You can't really mistake what they were. Anyone would know what this is. Okay? So this here was a scary, scary thinking that this guy and someone, and I knew it wasn't selling, so I, I was kind of casual, but I said, my wife, I'm going to go get a second opinion from a guy up in Richmond Hill who happens to be me. So, go we into this shop. They have all this. It's almost ironic. They tell me to go look at the secret shopper, and I'm thinking, I'm a secret shopper. And they're saying, well, we pay the most. And I said, well, if this is what you pay, you're not even close to the most. Because you can go into the same exact same gold, and I have it separate because I went to another shop afterwards giving them an equal opportunity to see if they would pay more. So they were paying 1500 for what I would pay $2,524. So you have to be wary. Okay. They also buy purses, which we're going to talk about later on in this show as well. And they also buy watches. So I don't even know what they did with those. I was only there for the gold and silver. But as a secret shopper, and they have the buzz go on in. There's a place completely sterile. There's nothing for sale in the place. They just me and the salesman and he was pushing. Took me twenty minutes to get out of there after I said I wanted to get out of there. What would it take to make the deal? So I can only imagine how intimidating this guy would be for a seventy-five year old grandmother who's got brought herself stuff in and doesn't know what it is. So I'm going next week I'm going to give you what happened in the second location, which was even worse because the guy lied to me even more times and came up with different excuses. He said, he had advanced knowledge of the gold price going down. So that's a lesson right now of getting a second opinion. So if someone went to their shop, they would pay 1500 for the gold. <clears throat> you came to my shop and I would pay you $2,524. And I stand by this. I recorded everything. This guy said, this guy was smooth. Okay. So, we're going to go on to some calls, but I wanted the secret shopper thing. I might, next week, I might not save again, but I went out to another place afterwards. And next week, I'm going to tell you what happened in that shop. Okay? So, today, I want to go. We have to take some calls. You're going to the board clogging up. I'm sorry about my little rant there, but I think it's so important. After a few minutes, I'm going to give you the price, actual price of the gold that
5: you can copy down.
1: And we're going to go to Jack in Toronto.
5: Hi. Hey, how are you doing? Okay, and you, I called to thank you. You're kind enough to let me tell you about a show we were doing at the 400 Market. A oh, yeah. Okay. Show, and I had at least 15 people tell me they heard the show advertised on your show. So, thank you. And we're running it again this Sunday. What happened was we used giant fruit stands where nobody could get near us. We couldn't get near them, but they could see all the items yeah. for sale. and they had, and. They came with money. These people were itching to come to an outdoor place and to be able to talk about collectibles and spend money. So I want to thank you. We're doing it again this Sunday. But also, I'm your biggest fan because I'm always amazed how you know so much about so many different kinds of collectibles. It's really astonishing because they can call you about records, paintings, any kind of stuff. And and yeah. you really know your stuff, so thank you very much.
1: Thank you for the compliment. I don't know everything, but I do know no. people who do
5: know everything, and that's
1: Jackie. They're up in very antique, my very up in Berry uh, 400 and
5: very way. Four hundred market car- this this coming Sunday. Got it. For thank you, sir. Kind of thing, hope it's not today. You got one crap load of rain out there, oh. and I know paper and rain do not mix. <laughs> no, no. Next Sunday is nice. I checked. <laughs> thank you. Okay. Sir. Thank Thanks you. for the Bye-bye. call. Okay. Uh, we're looking at Joan
1: in Niagara. Hello? Joan, how you doing? Just fine. Anybody looking for an old Air Force jacket? Yeah. Is it is it vintage during the war or was it after the war? Well, I'm not sure. I'll read you the uh, the label. It's a Cooper Type A2. Uh Manufactured by the Cooper uh, Defense Contract for U.S. Air Force. Oh, it's U.S., not Canadian. Okay. Yeah, no, the genuine jackets, the leather jackets will sell for sure. Um, it's also the metal uh, uniforms. Um, a Cooper jacket, an Air Force jacket, depends on the condition, between three dollars and $500. Same as like a, a biker. But if it's World War Two Air Force jacket Worn with some provenance You can say this Going up on these farming runs, Or it was a fighter pilot's jacket Or we can match it up with If you have medals Do not separate the medals from the jacket well, If you have no medals metal on it. it No, no, but you might have medals Knowing where it came from oh, That's why oh. I try and say that You know, I talk about this on Dave Cook next week will be saying they say, write the story Uncle Her- Herman was in this bomber by- group, and he was in Germany or England in uh, 1943. <clears throat> and if you know what his number was, we- the history. We want to put the history together with the goods. Well, put- it would have to be fiction. I picked it up at a clothing sale. Ah, <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Well, you saved it from a... Okay. what well, I'm saying this. Someone donates this. And okay, you probably paid more or less than three hundred dollars for it. I'm willing to bet that. <laughs> <laughs> Pardon? Yeah. Uh would you believe two dollars? <laughs> well this is I'm hoping it's an old one, not new I haven't seen it yet. But this is what happens. And I don't I don't believe in uh, Valley Village for one second. They're like uh you're sending your money to Seattle. I don't believe in Valley it Village, I don't down. believe in Amazon. I wanna keep the money here buying from your neighbors and stuff. Yeah. This is not two dollars. This was wow. a drive to raise money for our library. Oh, well that's okay. That's a charity. Right. Okay. But if the person that sold me that jacket for $300 and then donated the three hundred, you're much further ahead, aren't you? The not library there. Okay. <clears throat> this is what I'm just saying. I'm just trying to get people thinking a little out of the box once in a while. Not taking the simplest way out. When you've got a choice of buying something and you want your uh, your kids, they buy it on Amazon, look for a local guy. You're still uh, you're pre- online. You're preaching to huh? the choir here. Pardon? You're preaching to the choir. Okay. Well, no, I need a bigger choir. I want <laughs> everyone doing this. I want my... Anyway, oh, can I- you give me a, a email address? I'll send you a picture of it and you can tell me if it's... Uh, maybe you can I- tell I can me if it's them. authentic. Uh, sale at torontogoldsilver.com. And if you hang on, I have a guy, a local military guy, and you're down Niagara. I yeah. have a local military guy that you can actually he'll come over, take a look at it, and see it. He will touch it, feel it, see it. And he's my local guy for a military down there. <clears throat> we also have a military guy on staff, but we still has to look at the picture. But it's sales, S-A-L-E-S, at Toronto Gold Silver dot com. Okay. okay. And number and our number you in case you can always call and they'll give it to you there is nine 4653 three seven four six five three. We're there Mondays to Saturday, just like a real store. Saturday we take off a little early but we're okay. usually there nine to six. Okay. Very good. Uh, this fella in the area can you give yep. me his number? I can't do it on the air. You hang on. We'll do it that way, okay? Okay. If you call my store, I'll be glad to give you his number, and he'll call. Our, okay? We'll go from there. Okay, he's, good and he's honest. That's what I like about him. He's honest. Unlike my secret shopping experience yesterday. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> I, it was unbelievable <laughs> the goal of this guy and saying, oh, we pay the most. And we're paying 80, and they kept on saying we pay 80%. You're paying 80% of gold prices in 1979. You're not paying 80% of gold prices today. <laughs> you know, it was almost embarrassing. <laughs> okay.
5: <laughs>
1: <So> thank <laughs> you for okay. the call. Now, do you want me to hang on or call your shop? Oh, no, no. Call, you can hang on, give it to Brandon, or you can call in our shop as well. The oh, I'll hang on. Yeah, we're non-stress people here. Okay. very good, thank you okay. so that is um military stuff i I believe a lot of people donated to the um their local uh i lost my words um the veterans center in their area, and i 'm saying what you have to do here sometimes they get a lot of this stuff, <coughs> and i've never known a charity that will turn down money and in an, in an exact way that I say um buy local, uh, my, uh, my way that we make money for folks is that we sell, we buy from Toronto and we sell to the world. And the reason we do this is because the world has more of our money out there and we try and get it back. And this is why we get the highest prices for a lot of different items. That leather jacket, if it's authentic, that'll be a nice item. And if she has any, we can search it down. There might be a name in it or something like that. We can work from there. We actually do work. We haven't a good crew of people who help ID stuff. So I know we're, we're going to have a break, in there, but I'm, before I go to the break, I'm actually going to come out and give you the gold and silver prices because I'm giving them to you twice today because that was such an embarrassment yesterday. Okay. Gold right now is at 26 50 Canadian. Not 1998, like that guy told me yesterday. The 1998 is a the U.S. funds on gold. Gold? Copy this down, 2650. Silver is 3281. Now, what we gotta do here, 10 karat gold is 29.81 per gram. $29.81. 14 karat gold. Copy this down. I'm gonna say it again, but I want you to copy the first time. $41.74 per gram. is 18 karat gold, and 22 karat gold is (laughs) 65.60. I want you to know this, and this is where you you don't come into my place. You go to some of these gold shops, go get one of those $12 scales that you get at a big box store. Weigh your gold. Have approximately, because this guy would not tell me. I just asked like five times. He finally puts it on the scale, and then wouldn't tell me how much a gram he was paying. He just said, well, here's the total, buddy. And I just told, well, this works work for you. We, in our place, will run through the whole process with you. We will write it down, tell how you much per gram, how much your stuff weighs, and exactly what you think. And if you want to go somewhere else, take the quote with you. We don't care. We do care, I guess. I'd like to get the business. But I'm also wanting to be satisfied and no stress in selling to us. Silver is seventy nine cents a gram right now. You heard me right, seventy nine cents a gram for sterling. I going to copy that down. And silver dollars right now are sixteen seventy three. That's why I came up with the value because this guy say, I have the gram for nine silver dollars and a bunch of silver, uh, a um, souvenir uh, bracelet. They were going to pay me a hundred dollars, which is really worth one hundred and seventy. The next guy, when they wait to hear next week's story, but the next place I went, so <clears throat> these prices. Now we're selling you gold and silver. <clears throat> we're selling you maples right now at twenty seven ninety. You want to buy some gold maples? We're under twenty eight hundred. Our neighbors at twenty nine or something. We're selling silver maples at thirty eight dollars and bars of 37, and we have 10-ounce bars as well. So I think we're going to the break. After the break, more of your calls, more stories, and uh, make sure
4: to tune in. Thanks. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver, and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD.
0: Place over a hundred vendors under one antique roof, all competing to give you the best deal. What do you think happens? The new Southworks Antiques in Cambridge, all 25,000 square feet, sat across the Grand River in Cambridge, selling antiques and nostalgia. The kind of neat stuff that has drawn Paul and Bogart here for more than 20 years. Passing through Cambridge? Stop by Southworks Antiques on Water Street and help yourself to free parking. You're going to be here a while. SouthworksAntiques.com. Let's make a deal. Okay, we're
1: back. We're back. Before we get to hell in the I wanted to just go on because I cut myself short there. That gold coin. And on the back, just the nerve. He said it was uh weighed seven grams. That's how much gold is in. the a quarter ounce. And he says we're getting this 14 carats. <clears throat> so he actually said with a straight face, a straight face, that that coin was worth $291. And it's worth $660 trade. So... And he said, but he's willing to go up to 300 And I can only imagine other people. This one had the writing on it. What do they do with other coins that come in there? Like, you know how we say that people bring us in uh, costume, jewelry, and we find the gold in the lot? Well, we find, we'll find find gold coins, and, people, and they're junk silver. And they're junk chains uh, they bring in. It's happened more than once. So is this guy who's put the writing right on the card, on the is one of those uh, quarter ounces in those brown slips of uh, cardboard from 1976. And when the writing's right there, they're trying to tell us worth 291 dollars. What happens when there's no writing, and they have to make their assertion of what it is? <clears throat> I was really galled yesterday. Almost, <clears throat> I don't want to be. I'm in the industry, but having people like that in my industry makes me feel bad that they were actually saying this, and I stuck to my guys. I look grubby yesterday. I'm going to say that. I wear a wine shirt, had my mask on. It didn't save. So he figured I'd need the money and stuff. But he was offering 1500 and then it was like, what well, it take to make this deal. Can't overemphasize this. Someone does that in when you're buying gold, and they give you a price, and you say, no, I don't think so, and then they offer a lot more or any more. You run out of that store because you don't know when they're going to start being honest. Okay, so we're going to go to Helen and Milton. Helen, how are you doing? Not too bad, how are you doing? Ah, uh, working too hard for too little. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, no, I enjoy, you know something, I get up every day, I'm, I'm not, I never work a day in my life. I enjoy everything I do, I enjoy helping people. Money sometimes adds a bit of stress to it, but I generally, at the end of the day, I get on my pillow and I lie on my pillow and say, today was a good day. Well, so that's good. Help? Yeah, you know when you
6: enjoy what you're doing, uh, the money comes naturally, and you don't have to struggle too much for it because
1: you're you're having a good time.
6: So, yeah, yep, the money yep. is almost secondary.
1: The other way that coin is, I'm working so much, I don't have time to spend the money, so I don't need as much. <laughs> so what you adds up. So well, good.
6: I won't take up too much of your time. I okay. came across a tray. It's a Burke's. A sterling silver tray. It's almost 14 inches across, about yep. 13 three quarters. Scalloped edges, but it's a presentation piece. Um, it's got kind of in big letters uh, CSL uh, with a maple leaf, and then it's got Canada steamship. So it's got a um, an engraved steamship across it, and then it says presented to Mrs. John D. Allen, sponsor of MV. In in brackets um, in quotations Louis R Damaris, uh, which I assume is a ship, um, mm-hmm. October twenty sixth, nineteen seventy seven, by Collingwood Shipyards. Um, oh. It's it's got some scratches, it's got some marks on it,
1: um,
6: but it is sterling silver. It's Berks. Uh, where the hell is he? Oop, where are they? That's
1: by Canada Steamship Line, CSL, I think. <laughs> it's. You know, what you've got here, and I mentioned this to a couple of times, you've got a cross-collectible. That's what now, I one, thought. I mean, I know yeah. it's
6: it says Serling by Burke, so I know Burke's is very popular. Yeah, but here's the problem.
1: Is this is going to weigh probably, uh, say it weighs 1,500 grams. So 1,500 grams at today's prices. I'm paying you $1,200, okay, if it weighs that. Yeah. Now, here, before, when it weighed, when it was valued at, three hundred dollars, someone likes to put this and put it on their wall and bring it home. At twelve hundred dollars, they're a little less they're more reluctant to spend the money. Okay? Yeah. But you might get someone you say, okay, here's the silver value. Actually that's what we pay. Silver value on this will probably be well, if it weighs fifteen hundred grams, it'll Pretty be heavy. um I don't know how big it is, but I'm guessing it say it weighs instead of twelve is going to be fourteen hundred. We not Okay, that's the actual silver value. Mm-hmm. So then, and you can find this out by buying one of those scales and put it on. Mm-hmm. So then on the Canada, someone might collect for the name of the ship. Someone collects that. Someone who wants to collect local Collingwood history mm-hmm. would like this. Mm-hmm. They're gonna to have to have some deep pockets. Or someone collects Canada steamship lines. Most of what we sell with them would be the paper stuff. Uh, you know, the posters. Uh, if you've got stuff from CPR or CNR or something like that, that's a big poster with a ship on it, I can right. get you two, dollars $300 for it. Yeah. On this being silver, the price of the silver might have usurped to collect your value. Mm hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. The meltdown. Yeah. Now that's why, one. uh, uh, but I'm not saying for sure, but I know I, a friend of mine had a trophy. <clears throat> it was solid. It was 14 karat gold, weighed two pounds. Wow. It was for a great course. And he had to find, he melted it finally because it wouldn't fit in a safety deposit box. Because <laughs> no one will pay the premium on it. Yeah. Uh, now, <clears throat> he sold it too early. Uh, I think at the time he sold it, gold was around 900 an ounce. It's a oh, wallet. Wow, wow. So mm-hmm. today, it would have been 16 times 2,600. Oh. All those people, calculators at home, can figure out how much this, this trade would be worth today. Okay? Mm-hmm. That'd be ten. 20, 30, 30 chains, $30,000 for this one tray. Wow. So, but what happens here is he melted the back then, and it's going to happen that no one's going to pay the collector, Is going to have huge, deep pockets to buy this. Yeah. Okay? Now, so he, uh, same kind of customer, would rather buy a um, Queen's Plate uh, trophy, which are around. You can buy them. Yeah. Okay? And but it's silver, which you buy more the trophy, and they're three foot high. And they dominate the room. But this is where, but you still have a cost collectible. If you decide to sell, please call us. I might have some people because we have shipping people. And what's happening is that as this blip in history is going along, people don't have time. Don't they have the time? But they don't have uh, the access. They want to go on a ski trip for ninety five hundred dollars. That ain't happening because mm-hmm. there's no ski trip. So it's still the ninety five hundred dollars so they're spending it on their collectibles at home. Yeah, they have
6: they're spending it on other things, yeah, their home. You know, whatever, and
1: that's yeah, why I yeah. go back to my friend who's uh who um Sam at New Generation uh, Wood Products. people are redoing their rec rooms, they're redoing their man caves, they're redoing their home office. They want to be comfortable. They want to they're staying at home. They yeah. must be comfortable. I'm gonna spend the next eight hours a day in the next six months here. <coughs> I wanna be comfortable. So I think too should be calling Sam I know he does excellent work and he's got ideas that you mightn't even think about. He also knows kitchens and safe rooms and, and bathrooms. But now everyone, I'd say probably about half his business. I don't know for sure. Maybe half his business is people saying, I want to redo my office. You know, mm-hmm. my wife kicked me downstairs. I don't want her to come downstairs. You know, I'm going to stay down here and work. Yeah. So this is just where I'm, you know, we're in different times now, but I'm, this one, I can say, you've got cross history on it. And do some of the research while you still can online. Maybe yeah. you can find out who is presenting it. See if the ship is still in some decommission. This might have been for the launching of the ship or the decommissioning of it.
6: Yeah, I, I, yeah, it I haven't be- done anything uh, as far as that goes. So, yeah, yeah, that's a good thought. Um, maybe fine. one of these days I'll give you a call at, uh, at the store and uh, maybe bring it by and... Uh, if I'm in the area, and you can take a look at it and uh, see what you think.
1: Get anything else for the shipping? Anything else from Collingwood history? You know, anything. I don't want people throwing this stuff out without talking to us. Oh, no, no, no. I know there's value to this.
6: Um, but, yeah, I just uh, well, wanted to get some of, I, I, you know, uh, what your thoughts were on it. And uh. Okay, yeah. well, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time.
1: Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you. Bye. Now, we're going to talk a little bit uh, that I mean i 'm so much into the history next week we 're going to have uh, dave cook here who 's going to talk about history, and <laughs> he 's actually done something about it he 's written about it, and two of his books are sold out, so he might be a pretty good writer and he 's got two other books but the local history and you know somewhere're sitting at home, and we 'd like to know why that church is there or what this thing or what this map uh, why is this place called Scarlet Road or something like that and this is we only do this well. People are spending more time at home with their computers, and they're asking more questions. They're having more fun with it. But I want to talk about purses before we go on because I've only got a couple minutes here. Because I saw someone buying purses yesterday, and I decided to go home and look on the computer and see what purses are worth. Well, I'm looking at these Hermes purses. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. Hermes, Hermes. It's a French purse. And it's $314,000. And they had little smaller purses that were $140,000. They had one with a Monopoly guy on it worth $100,000 for per a purse. Now, if you brought into some place, this is why we say, but we take consignments, and the more you make, the more we make, I would never, you have to make sure they're authentic, but in most cases, these are all these purses, any purse over $3,000, you should sell by consignment the more that the guy knows what he's doing or the person's girl knows what he's doing, or what she's doing, you will get more money. It never sell gold by consignment. But things like purses, like there's a Chanel purse here, for $69,000. And it's a vintage purse, okay? So this is something that might be in someone's closet. They're not thinking about it. They're thinking about donating to the next yard sale or the next church sale. Or worse, Valley Village. It'd be better, better off if you sell the purse and if you want to give away the money, like I said, they'll never say no. And with us, we buy from Toronto or consign from Toronto, and we sell to the world because the world has more money. I can't overemphasize this. That you, And the more money that you make, the more money I make. So you're happier. I'm happier. The person who bought the purse is a loony. So, no, I mean, sorry. The person who bought the purse was happy because they got it. Okay, but this is how it should go on some of this stuff. And people have this at home, and it might be something you got in 1950, and yeah. it might have been a present. Or worse still, what happens sometimes is the um, the husband's alive and the wife passes, and all her stuff he doesn't know what it's worth, doesn't know what she paid for it. She kept the bills secret from him for years, <laughs> whatever it is. But when he just Sort of throwing it out, the first person comes along. And then the other side of the the game is that, I mean, the wife is there, and and the husband passed, and she doesn't know anything about his sports card collection, or she doesn't know anything about his comic book collection, or she doesn't know anything about his uh, uh, movie poster collection. And they don't take, and, 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 and time's of grief. You don't always take the time you need. <coughs> Excuse me. To get rid of this, to get the highest price for this, or even the kids—they—they—they they, they they find the house. They want to sell the house, and they find their their parents had a, a big collection of this stuff in the basement that they hadn't looked at five, looked at in twenty years. They collected in the seventies or eighties, so they just want to get on with selling the house and get rid of this stuff fast. These are people to be calling us at nine zero five seven three seven. 4653. Well, come up and talk to me. I got a small little store there, but we move a lot of products because we have different locations. Most of what we sell is online. <coughs> We're at uh, 10,000 341 Young Street. We're in Richmond Hill. You can call me, and I'm close to do house calls, but uh, it all depends on what kind of stuff it is. Okay? I try first half hour is free. I do charge after that, but I don't. I um, tell people if they need my help or not. Because some people don't. They know they might have five thousand or two thousand dollars of stuff and I say you don't need my help here, just do this, 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 and this. I give a little bit of advice and say, here's how you should do this. Or you can consign it. We also do the watches and we will if you call us up, we'll tell you all the difference between consigning, selling, auctioning, or what can be donated. I believe in donation. We live in a great country here. We've all benefited greatly. And we want to share the wealth. But we want to share it in a sensible way. And sometimes we're in too much of a rush. And we think just by giving it away, we're doing the right thing. So we will help you with that. It's not, and another thing is, it's not, and you have to do the math. Like we're talking about an auction a couple weeks ago. Someone put a bunch of silver in it. And ended up getting $3,500. And we would have paid um, uh, $5,000. And that's more money than their with. They thought they had an auction. But the only people buying these auctions are people like me. So I'm going to go over the gold and silver prices. This is so important. Get a pen. Get a paper. Find out where your largest, your newest, nearest big box store is. You get one of these food scales. They're not legal tender. and But they'll give you an idea of what you got. Okay? And it's like... I'm going to find out tomorrow when this guy is saying I have to have my ID. And he said, it's the law. I know it's the law if you sell the goods, but it's not the law for me to give my ID in before I sell the goods. And they run my uh, thing into a machine, and I don't know what the purpose of that is, is it to make sure next time I come in that they know that they didn't sell me or buy from me, so they have to offer more. Or if they're selling my information, I don't know what they're doing with that information. Okay. But they were still in, wanted that, my ID. So, gold. Remember this number. Not what you see on BNS, And it'll change for tomorrow. $2,650 per ounce of 24-carat gold bars, like maple. Silver is at $3,281. It might change tomorrow. Okay? Ah, oh, live TV. I mean, live radio. Live from the laundry room which is right next to live from the kitchen. It's just that a buzzer's a lot. 10-carat um, gold is per gram. God. It'll be marked 10-carat, and you might 417. 14-carat gold, forty one seventy four per gram. 18-carat gold, fifty three sixty seven. These are not what it's worth. These are the prices. you walk into my store, I'm going to pay you. Um, 22 karat gold is sixty-five sixty. Silver is seventy-nine cents a gram. We're paying, you. not selling, we're paying. You. And sixteen seventy-three 73 is for, for silver dollar. Now it can fluctuate, like I say, prices go up. Now we're also gonna sell you if you want to buy gold maple, we of the least expensive in the city. I've got one simple plan at my job, at my work. I'm in charge. I say, we have a neighbor, and I say, I sell less than he does, sell for less than he does, and we will buy at a higher rate than he does. It's easy. It's easy to remember a plan like that. I don't have a 90-page manual of how to buy. I just say, take his price and add money onto it. So, and um, we're selling maples of 38. We're selling 10-ounce bars, 1-ounce bars, 50-ounce bars. We have all this stuff. So, in closing... Our store is at 10,341 Young Street. My number is 905-737-4653. And my special thanks go out to those frontline workers. And wear a mask, folks. Just wear a mask. Bye.
0: This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.